Open Kwong Door Media presents Storytime with Paul Door. In each episode, you'll receive a short adrenaline shot of a story straight to the mind, heart, or sometimes the funny bone, wherever that is located. And stay tuned after the story for Paul's Picks, where I indulge you with something I'm reading, watching, or listening to. This week's story, Adventures in Grocery Shopping. Grocery shopping is one of the last urban battlegrounds. Not exactly hunting and gathering, but pretty close. The battle begins in the parking lot, the Badlands. Signs and notices affixed everywhere inform the customer the wheels will lock if an attempt is made to remove a shopping cart from store property. I always thought an abandoned shopping cart with the store logo was a passive-aggressive way to advertise. Product placement in the real world. I pass a customer with a cart half on the grocery store's property and half off. They did not heed the warnings. They did not believe the signs. The customer swears to himself. Shit! Tries to force the cart over the curb. Tries to wrangle the metal beast containing food they will need to live in order to make the same intelligent decisions as this current one. Before I enter the grocery store, I look back at the customer across the parking lot. He is on the sidewalk now, accompanied by a mad insistence to push the cart along without the use of wheels. Down the street from where I live, there is a grocery store, but not just any grocery store. It's massive. From the outside, it looks normal, but inside, it keeps going and going, and is full of lost people who have been wondering for days, unable to find what they are looking for, forgotten what they are looking for. Delirious like they are walking through a desert with no sign of food or water. Except, in fact, they are in an air-conditioned building surrounded by food and water. I grab a cart with operational wheels and enter the race. Driving a cart through a grocery store is like if, one night, the city of Toronto decided to remove all the painted lines designating car lanes and disabled all traffic signals. People block entire aisles, park carts at angles, making it impossible to pass. And always, always, someone has placed a cart right in front of the food item you want, denying access. A license should be required in order to operate a shopping cart. A point system set up where once your license is revoked, you are regulated to using baskets. Grocery stores are not for the indecisive. Old people stand like statues, stare at the shelves of cereal, mouths agape at the sheer number of tomato sauces. Alfredo, basil, without basil, four cheese, two cheese, pesto, mushroom, garlic, vodka. Vodka? There are tired mothers with screaming children, sitting in carts stuffed with all manner of processed foods and cookies and chips and chocolates. Families with fathers that have babies strapped to their chests, pushing both a cart and a SUV-sized stroller. A woman talks to herself, 
misunderstanding the labels explaining nutritional components, getting her trans mixed up with her saturated, and calories with carbohydrates. A man pauses, frozen, contemplating, searching to answer a question that has plagued those of us in the diminishing percentage of the population who are not allergic to nuts. Should I get smooth peanut butter or crunchy? Milk. 2% or homo? Should I evolve and drink soy milk? But don't drink too much soy milk. What exactly is soy? Why does it come in flavors like vanilla and strawberry? You don't see vanilla-flavored homo milk. This particular grocery store has a frozen food section the size of a football field. There is one entire aisle of frozen pizzas. The freezer section always seems so comforting, so inviting. I would crawl in and eat a four-cheese pizza for breakfast, a deluxe veggie pizza for lunch, and three-meat pizza for dinner. And after a few weeks of this, hibernate like an animal, allowing my troubles to freeze and break away. The bulk food section. I was told by a professional nutritionist to eat more seeds. We are turning into birds. Flax, hemp, sunflower, pumpkin. Next we will be told it is healthier to regurgitate our food into the mouths of our children the way some birds do. A woman facing me on the other side of the bulk food aisle is scooping chocolate chips into a bag. She sneezes. <coughs> Repeat. She sneezes. She did not turn her head. She did not do the sleeve sneeze. Both of her hands occupied. She sneezed directly into the open bin of chocolate chips. I regard my flax seeds as tiny germ-filled instruments of death. I shut the lid with a thud. There is a particular cereal that I enjoy in the mornings. Turning into the aisle, I spot the last box of this cereal. So does a man at the opposite end of the aisle. He must enjoy the cereal as much as I do. We throw our carts into high gear. He is faster but overshoots, and I bump it out of the way, grab the cereal, and toss it into my cart. Those are the rules. Once an item enters your cart, it's yours. Cereal is very serious business. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Checking out of the grocery store is not as easy as checking in. The express lane is explicitly for people who have conveniently forgotten how to count. One to eight items does not mean you offload a cartful of food. Your time is not more important than mine or anyone else in line. Dirty looks from those of us within the allotted number of items does not deter the assailant. The grocery store should implement a system of sensors that determine when a customer has reached the eight-item limit. If they attempt to include any other items, a tiny electrical shock strikes their fingers. I move to another checkout line. A pile of groceries sits on the conveyor belt, but the employee is talented scanning food so fast her hand is a blur. The customer remembers a forgotten item. She runs back through the aisles, looking for the missing ingredient, 
we wait. I guess her time is more important than ours. On her return, she apologizes sufficiently, but her being sorry does not return the time I just spent reading the most current tabloid headlines. The customer swipes a debit card, insufficient funds. The credit card is also declined. More apologies. But I can't help thinking about how this person, who has over $150 of groceries bagged and ready to go, hasn't checked her bank account recently. I should go back to the express line. My hands are full of bags, so I approach the automatic door. It is clearly marked on the side facing me with an enter sticker and a do not enter sticker on the opposite side. Yet, a woman is standing, blocking the door, stamping her feet on the sensor, wondering why it is not opening for her. Outside, the man with the dysfunctional cart is not much further. At home, making dinner, I remember that I forgot to buy oregano for the sauce. Man the carts. I'm going back in. Time for Paul's Picks, where I briefly tell you about something I'm reading, watching, or listening to. Do they know I'm black? Should they? You might wanna, you know? Mom and Dad, my black boyfriend will be coming up this weekend. I just don't want you to be shocked that he's a black man. The movie Get Out is about a young man that travels out to the suburbs to meet his girlfriend's parents. Get out. Sorry, man. Get out! Yo! Rose, we gotta go. Is everything okay? It uses many familiar horror movie tropes, but presents these tropes in a completely new way through the lens of the African-American experience. I don't think I have quite seen a movie like this before. No. No. No, 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 no. It's a terrible thing to waste. Check it out. Thank you for listening to Storytime with Paul Dorr, which is brought to you by Open Kwong Door Media and is produced by me and PJ Kwong. The theme music is by the amazingly talented singer-songwriter Arlene Pakulin. Find all things Arlene at arlenepakulin.com. Visit openkwongdoor.com and listen to our other show, The At Skating PJ Podcast. Check out pauldoor.com to read my blog, get info about my novel, storytelling events, and other things. If you like what you hear, we'd appreciate if you leave a comment on iTunes. I've got it so bad. I've got it real bad. I've got you on my mind all the time. That's all for now. Until next time, keep listening to each other.